Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Chaz Evans, and you're listening to The Three Count. Yay! gentlemen my name is chaz evans and like i said you are listening to the recount and with me are always my co-hosts my bestest of friends introducing first he is the red dog he's the man of mans he is my second in command he is cliff red dog miller and now my catchphrase That, that's it. That's my catchphrase. That, I don't got nothing. And introducing, he is my little brother, the man that talks in circles and really has no point of really being on this show. And just because I wanted to keep my brother in the loop with something that I'm doing, his name is Lil JJ, but I'm not li- Lil I'm anymore. Little He's legal. Right hey, listen, don't mess it up my intro now. I was going to get there, okay? I was going hey, to get there. I'm sorry, you know. I don't even like introducing you because you always got to put your two cent in there. You always got to go into business for yourself. Put yourself over. Fine, Josh. This is Josh, guys. This is Josh. Everyone say hi. I like to hi, thank the, Josh. I like to thank the sidewalks for keeping me off the streets. And wash your hands, everybody. Coronavirus is real. Look at Idol. You're right. Well, we can't look at Idol because Idol isn't here. Um, ladies and gentlemen, um, we make the joke that he has coronavirus. Um, I think at this point it's not a joke. I think it's caught up to him because before we got on the air, he told us he's not feeling well. So prayers out to Chris Idol. Um, maybe it actually got to him this time and, uh, maybe he, let's just have a moment of silence for Chris Idol, everybody. Moment of silence. He's not dead. (laughs) Yet. (laughs) Did you just do the Hunger Games? (laughs) 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 I'm mad we all did that. (laughs) All righty, ladies and gentlemen, you're right. Chris Idol isn't here. Um, he is. He's under the so. Um, we're gonna finish off our tournament without him. Sucks to be him that he has no part in this, but hey, if he gets upset at the winner, it's his fault because no one told him to get sick. So, we're going to switch the order up a little bit. So, we're going to start with the uh, this week's power rankings first, and then we'll head right into the tournament. So, Red Dog, let's go with the power rankings, guy. I'm so glad we're going to lead off this show because last time you almost bumped me off the show. Exactly. This is this is this is me this is me making it up to you. You are opening up the show. You know, JR like... told Eddie Guerrero that, you know, the opening match was the most important show and he was upset he wasn't main eventing. Well guess what? You're opening the show, Cliff. 
most important segment of the show, you, the opener. That's you. Hit me with it. <laughs> Is this what it's like to open up the three count? Woo! Viva la raza! Allah, I feel like Sting when Sting opened up Raw. So here we go, guys. March 29th. This is your power rankings. So at number 10, we have a returning superstar. No, it's not JJ, because he's still here. And no, it's not Idol either, because he's still Aww. gone. It's Io Shirai in NXT. I thought she had a bomb match. It was great to see that she was back, especially because originally the match was going to be Aaliyah, and Aaliyah caught a beatdown. Io Shirai stepped in. I love seeing the Io, because she is amazing. Number nine, this is... I had to include this match because it was just too good not to, and it was the only one that didn't have, like, a funky ending. Uh, Miss Alexa Bliss will be coming in from SmackDown at number nine. Uh, good win over Asuka. Number eight, normally I don't include squash matches, but I felt like this matchup was kind of uh, competitive. So Killian Dane makes our list from NXT. Uh, moving up. We have number seven, we have the Street Profits, who I thought had a great match as well on Raw. Number six, everybody's favorite female workhorse in NXT, and that is Candice LeRae. Uh, she had an amazing match. Who all you want? Y'all know I don't like Candice LeRae. <laughs> Terrible news for you. Uh, number five, this is where everything's going to start to get kind of interesting. We got to give it up for Darby Allen. Uh, that match was a fire match. I just have to say, loved it so much. Number four, this is kind of a surprise to me because I, it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go originally. Uh, Tyler Breeze getting the big win over in theory on NXT. So big ups to him. Number three, we have Angel Garza and Andrade. Um, we also know that cir 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 circumstances uh, came through, so we'll discuss that on another show. Uh, number two, um, this was the opening match for Dynamite, and we got to give a lot of love to Cody Rhodes. Thought that was a great match. Um, Cody, 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 <laughs> Cody. I, you're the only one cheering for him because no one cheered for him on that. <laughs> <laughs> I got the joke. I got it because there's no fans. And, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here all week for the rest <laughs> of this podcast. Um, and number one, we have to give it up to your still AAA Heavyweight champion, as some people will call him, the overrated one, Kenny Omega. <laughs> that overrated. <Yeah. sighs> Funny thing is, I'm so glad Idol's actually not on the show for that one. He may have, he, yeah. if he was sick, he would have gotten sick. Sick, yeah. He would have got sicker. <laughs> right, sicker. Um, <laughs> I see nothing wrong with the... Uh, with the uh, power rankings this week, except um, number one, uh, I don't. Kn <laughs> I you know tell y'all number one. I <laughs> Get the fuck out! <laughs> Get the fuck out! You're fired. Yes. What's the repo? Get out. 
Gosh, I do this all the time, and it pisses me off. I can't stand her. Fucking 98-pound bullshit. Was, uh, like, was she on? Was she on Dynamite? Was she on AEW Dark? I, this last week? I haven't watched uh, Dark this week yet. I, it's on my watch now. Watch later to watch after we get off the podcast. I'm going to watch Dark. But I don't think she was on Dark, if I'm not mistaken. No, but she wasn't on she Dynamite. Wasn't on, no, I'm talking about, like, Tuesday's Dark, which hasn't come out yet. <laughs> oh, then, oh, I don't know, then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Maybe hope I'll, not. I don't think she was. I think she's still, like, stuck in Japan. Yeah, I don't think she's allowed to come over. Oh, that, that, no, that, I mean, that's, that's possible. That's definitely possible. Because I know Pac can't come over from the UK. So, um, so same as, um... Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix. I know they're stuck in Cali and Mexico. But, uh, yeah. So, I think the, uh, power rankings sound good to me this week. Uh, you didn't piss me off this week, Cliff. <laughs> good. Um, before we get into the tournament, yeah. Oh, can't, I, I understand why Candace is on there. That's the thing. It doesn't make me mad because I understand. I get it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not biased. I just don't like her, but I, I, I will I can accept her being number six. So before we get into the tournament, I need to make an announcement. Um the muscle man himself, muscle man Malcolm, will be on next uh next week's show. Um I that will be our WrestleMania spectacular show. Um we're gonna have Muscle Man we're gonna have Malcolm on there as a guest. Also, we may have, I won't tell you who, we may have a surprise WCF superstar show up as well as a guest on our WrestleMania special, um, it's a jam-packed show, so they'll be coming to you probably more than likely this Friday, so the night before uh, WrestleMania, the two, two-night event, that special episode will be coming at you live and in color. Uh, actually, I don't know if it could be in color because it's a podcast, so uh, i got to figure out something new for that. But anyway, alrighty, that's enough for the announcements, the, palm, the power ranking, so let's get right on to it. This is what everyone has come here to listen to. This is why we're here. We are here to declare the three counts greatest wrestler of all time. Cliff, take it away. All right. Actually, you know, I don't we have another announcement that we want to talk about? Oh, we, have a, we, do. we do have a mega show getting ready to come Oh, out. shit, cocky mushrooms. We should probably promote that, right? You're I mean, right. I feel like that's the thing we should I mean, do. Yeah, no, you're right. I see. This is why you're my second in command. Because I totally <laughs> forgot. Hi, Mom. You probably can't hear me. She just walked she, by. She, she, she can't hear you, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> So, yes, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I have another announcement. Thank you to Cliff for reminding me. But if you disliked <laughs> our uh, greatest wrestler of all time tournament, which probably some of you have, which is, you know, liable, you know, this is always a topic of debate. It's an opinion-based thing. But we are doing a super podcast Greatest Wrestler of All Time Tournament, uh, featuring a bunch of different podcasts. No spot, I think it's called No Spots Podcast, Nerds of Wrestling, et cetera, et cetera, you name it. As a bunch of us are coming together to do a Greatest Wrestler of All Time Podcast. 
Um, that's coming to you when Cliff, I think in the next, next week or two is yeah. when, yeah, next week yeah. or two, that should be out. And, um, you, you might like this one better than the three count, honestly. Um, it's like, it's nine of us, if I'm not mistaken, nine, uh, other people representing different podcasts and we'll be doing a huge tournament of the greatest wrestlers of all time. So if some of your favorites that got knocked out or weren't even included in this uh tournament, they might be included in the super tournament. So be on the lookout for that. Also shout out to all those podcasts. Um give them a listen as well. So yeah. So, thank you for reminding me because I totally forgot. <laughs> yeah, so we want to give big shout outs to uh, Nerds of Wrestling. Uh, Franken Culture presents Frankensteiner. We want to also give a big shout out to True Radio because we are going to have Mr. Ken on. Um, and then we want to give another shout out to uh, Dennis Kulatis, who mm-hmm. is host of the Dennis Kulatis Show here in Baltimore. So, we do have a lot of different voices, a lot of different personalities. Uh, we have nine uh, people who are voting on this, so therefore we don't have, you know, just us four because, you know, we could be biased, and that's what we want to do. With that being said, shall we jump into this? We shall, sir. I'm excited. I'm also well, excited that Chris Idol's not on here, so his biased-ass opinion won't be swaying any votes. Ladies and gentlemen, if you heard last week's show, you know that there were some ties. Today's show, there will not be any ties. So let's get into this first round matchup. We will start with WWE slash WWF. Our first matchup is going to consist of the Hulkster, Hulk Hogan, brother, versus... uh, the Gamer, Triple H. Triple H. Hunter. I mean, it doesn't matter. I was gonna, I was gonna take Hunter too. So I guess Hunter moves on. <laughs> and another person, Triple H has buried. Yes. So, in our next matchup, we have a rematch. Of a match that was supposed to be a once-in-a-lifetime match. But it happened twice. That is The Rock versus John Cena. Oh, you're going with Cena, Josh? You're going with Cena? (laughs) We got one for Cena. (laughs) Whoa! I'm not a... Whoa! Okay. Um, <laughs> what about you, Cliff? Who are you going with? Oh, no. <laughs> All right. So I will say this. Um, there has been only one time in my entire life that I've had goosebumps so much that everything in my body, like, got electrified, right? That was when The Rock came back to be the special guest host at WrestleMania on February 14th. I know this date specifically because not only did I pop, my wife was sitting right next to me when I freaked out. <laughs> so with that being said, I I have to go with The Rock. I know oh, the stuff that John Cena gosh. has done 
I know this is something John Cena has done, but unfortunately for me, there's only one people's champ, and he is the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. And he also has that cool eyebrow thing he does. So, yeah, I'm going to rock. (sighs) Wow. So, I'm. Oh, y'all put this on me? Oh. Okay. So. Oh, man. This is. I'm probably going to get some heat for this one. Um, let me just say this. I love The Rock. The Rock is my cousin. Okay? Us, that Samoan blood that me and him, ha- we share. It's real. Um, but people fail to realize Rock was only in the WWE for seven years. Seven years. You know. Brock now, was only in there for two. Now we're not talking about Brock. Um and that and you know, that just speaks to the to the magnitude of the people's champion. But I would be as a wrestler and as a fan, I would be crazy if I would not to say that the WWE would and honestly wrestling period wouldn't be where it's at today if it wasn't for the contributions of John Cena. So, I have to go, even though it pains me to say it, I have to go with John Cena. Say it. Yeah, (laughs) he said it. And I I just cannot, I can't as a This is recorded, by the way. I know it's recorded, and I know. He said John Cena over the rock. This is recorded. (laughs) This is recorded, and you can't take it back. Yes, we got him. It's on video. It's on audio. You said it. <laughs> I can't. I I just I cannot not give John his props for what he has done over the past what? How old are you, Josh? 18 18 years that he's been doing this, honestly. There are so I mean that man with this stupid little you can't see me. That's pop culture. Yeah. That's pop culture. Like, there there are so many sports figures doing the Football, football does it. Football players do it. Basketball players. They all do the you can't see me thing. And it's, it's, I, yeah, John Cena. Listen, man. You said, okay, you picked John Cena. I'm just going to say The Rock crushed all that with one phrase. And he was standing there. Remember, he was like, you can't see me. You can't see me. Yes, we can see you and your stupid purple shirt and your orange shirt and your red shirt walking around looking like a damn box damn, of fruity pebbles. fruity pebbles. And, and two months later, he was on the ball of fruity pebbles. He was on the ball of fruity pebbles. That's called good marketing by WWE. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I love The Rock, and The Rock was always will be one of my all-time favorites. Um, he's a he's a kick-ass movie star as well, but I. John, John's the, you know, John's the man, you know, like, John, when he came back on that episode of SmackDown, when he did the cold confrontation with The Fiend, SmackDown viewers went up. I specifically tuned in to SmackDown on that terrible show to watch what? John Cena. Yeah, no, 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 I mean. I can't, I can't sit here and not tell you that, you know. 
that John Cena shouldn't, you know, deserve. Now, don't get me wrong. The Rock deserves it as well, but Cena's the guy. (laughs) Even as a part-timer, Cena's still the guy right now. Yeah, everybody has to watch. Everybody watches for John Cena. Like, there's there's no doubt. I mean, 16-9 world champion, multiple U.S. champion, never held an intercontinental title, and he's, like, got numerous tag titles himself. Yeah, there's no doubt that he's the man. I, I won't knock that. And, you know, credit to The Rock. I think if The Rock had wrestled more years, you would see the same thing. Like, oh, we, agreed. This, agreed. This, would be a, uh-huh. this would be a closer discussion. But The Rock did everything that John Cena has done in a short time span minus the 16-time world championships. So, Agre- I mean. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Plus, there's a TV show that you tuned into on Friday for John Cena that was coming after the catchphrase, The Rock Started. Facts. That's facts. So. No, you're right. That's fact. He will lay the smackdown on your what? candy ass. Oh, your candy asses. So that's my that's my that's my pitch. <laughs> <laughs> but you're doing John Cena. So, all right. So let's give it up to our next matchup. Right, this matchup is another rematch of WrestleMania 25 and WrestleMania 26. Correct. Where we have us, The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Boy, I can't wait to see this one. <laughs> oh. Four days. That's what we're talking about. Oh. I'm going with Shawn Michaels. Of course you are. Of course you are, you biased son of a gun. <laughs> Did we have to give him his opinion? We already knew no, what it was. We already know. We All know right, exactly. So I'm going to tell you who I think. The dead man. The Undertaker. He's going to put Sean back in his place and retirement where he belongs. Well, he did. I actually do that already. He did. he did. But he came back to wrestle with his He's going to do it again. Because the Saudi money, you know what I'm saying? The muchacha. I know maybe blood money or whatever. But the muchacha. I heard the that. I heard the, I heard the dollar signs was like in the million range for that one match. So, listen. The muchacha. I, I'm, I'm going to make that a shirt. I think, I think with that match too, right, I think everybody made a cool mill. And then WWE actually donated like $250,000 to the Knox County Fire Department to get Glenn Jacobs. They did a lot just to get that matchup together. So by all means, it was cool. So here we go, right? We're talking about the first ever WWE Grand Slam champion versus the man with the streak, right? We're talking about multiple Royal Rumble wins. Every single title that you could ever hold in a company, here's where it comes down, right? They both needed each other for everything. Hell in a Cell, um, WrestleMania, right? They put on the best matches. We've always talked about these things. I think for me, where it really comes down to, because they both have huge impacts, right? Yeah. I think for me, where the big difference comes, and a lot of people are going to hate this, man. I have to go on personal feel and personal love, and for me, 
whenever Sean wrestled the Undertaker, I always went for the Undertaker. So I have to take the dead man (laughs) (laughs) for this. Now, see, this is how it feels when Batista got eliminated, huh? I can't do this. Yeah. I can't do this. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Cliff. You're amazing. <laughs> Just for you guys who don't know, Chess walked off. Absolutely I can't, not. I can't wait till I see this on Instagram. Oh, <laughs> oh man. So, in our oh. final matchup in round two, we have that. <laughs> <laughs> the excellence of execution. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Brett the Hitman Hart versus the Texas Rattlesnake Stone Cold. Shoot, this is a hard one. No, cause I'm gonna go first. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. <laughs> I mean, Bret you can Hart. say your opinion. Brett Hart. It's like nah, it's Stone Cold. That's a sweep. <laughs> But but I like Brett. Uh, I like Brett. He smacked the boss and got away with it. Ooh. No, he spit on the boss. Oh my bad. <laughs> Same thing. Same let's thing. Make it, let's make it. Let's show how much more worse it was because he did slap the shit out of him, and then he also spit on him as well. All right, so that wraps it up for the WWE's uh, second round. So let's move on into. New Japan. I know Chad's is so disappointed right now. Bye, Sean. <laughs> so let's start us off, right? With our first matchup, we have Inoki versus Nakamura. Inoki. I can tell you that, Inoki. I am also going to go with Inoki. Well, my opinion doesn't matter, but... Shinsuke! It doesn't matter. It so. does matter. Because it's on record now that you don't like old wrestlers. Exactly. Second, <laughs> second matchup that we have, right? We have the man who's actually currently in NXT, not being utilized, Kushida versus the man with the greatest hair in New Japan wrestling, Tanahashi. 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 That's easy. I'm also going to go with Tanahashi. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Tanahashi is that dude, man. Listen, I will always say between, if you want to look at New Japan, you want to look at two badass motherfuckers who wrestle in New Japan, look at Tanahashi and Okada. Yep. (laughs) It is. No one else. If you want to look at some bad Japanese motherfuckers, Tanahashi, Okada. Any of their matches, doesn't matter who they're wrestling, they're some bad motherfuckers. So let's go with our next matchup, right? So we have the Great Muda versus Kenny Omega. Ooh. If I was Chris Idol, I know I would. The Great. You already know what I'm going to say. Screw Kenny, that overrated piece of garbage, that trash dude. Say, no, he's good, but he's just overrated, in my opinion. I I have nothing personal against you, Kenny. You're you're a phenomenal talent, phenomenal. But it's just hilarious to call you overrated. So overrated, Kenny. You're not going to the next round. Well, if, why? 
Yeah, that's that's only your friends. opinion. Yeah. <laughs> My opinion is fact. You want agree? you want Muda? Yes. Have you even watched the Great Muda match? Nope. <laughs> he's just he's just going because he doesn't like it's not that he likes Muda it's just that he dislikes Kenny that's what he said right that's exactly what he just said like um see here's my I don't dislike Kenny and I've always stated this I don't I don't dislike Kenny there are things about Kenny Omega that I do not like I don't like his jazz hands I don't like his pointing fingers that he does, and I don't like that little hop that he does, and then he starts running, even though I started doing that now in my wrestling, and it drives me insane every time I watch it. Um, I would have to go. I got to go with Kenny Omega. Only oh, because, how could you? Only because, listen, only because of the fact that Kenny Omega brought a lot of eyes to New Japan. He brought a lot of eyes to Japan during that run that he had, you know, with Young Bucks and the Bullet Club. So I, it would be like robbery if I didn't say Kenny Omega. But don't get me wrong, the Great Muda is, that's the Great Muda for Christ's sake, like, <laughs> but me personally, I have to say Kenny freaking Omega. Well, I love that you mentioned how Kenny Omega brought a lot of eyes to New Japan because in the 90s when I was watching WCW, the great Muda brought my eyes to New Japan. <laughs> so with that being said, I am going with the great Muda. And <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of figured I was probably going to be the only one, even with Idol, if Idol was here, I had already stated, I figured that, you know, Kenny wasn't going to get past Muda. But I was going to hold my ground and stick it with Kenny. <laughs> but you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Because I yeah. did get no. to New Japan because of Kenny Omega. So, I mean, like, the whole Bullet Club had taken off. I knew a lot of people who were, like, representing with the Bullet Club. And then, like, when I started paying attention to him, that's when Kenny was there. So, right. and he was there as a cleaner. Like, I let me let me be honest. I only – before I started really getting into, like, getting into the pro scene, and like, this last January – I only had three wrestling t-shirts, and those wrestling t-shirts were CM Punk, the Bullet Club, and the Bullet Club with Kenny Omega's logo as the cleaner. So See, I want that. I've been trying to find that shirt, but it's always been sold out. Sold out. And when I went to when I went to Hot Topic the one time, they didn't have my size. I because yeah, I, I got the Terminator one. See. <laughs> But yeah, like that's the thing. Like Kenny Omega, yeah. Like for the for for a brief period, Kenny Omega was my favorite wrestler at the time because of the stuff that he did in New Japan. Now, if you ask me now, no, hell no. I'm like, <laughs> his fucking jazz hands get on my nerves. <laughs> but that V trigger is sick. <laughs> the V trigger is nasty. I love watching him throw it. So we're getting into our last matchup, but this is probably gonna be the one that's like, maybe this probably could be the toughest one we have to call, right? So we have the Ring of Honor champion, Jay Lethal. Well, former champion, I should say. Jay Lethal versus Okada. Oh, shit. I need a respirator. I need my asthma pump. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'll let you know this. They don't have a 
pretty much of those now respirators. You know, everyone's using them. Um, but oh, Okada oh. versus Jay Lethal. All right, so oh God, I don't even know, man. I. Anybody got an answer? I'm going to So we don't have this dead silence as I sit here and think? (laughs) I'm going to go first, right? As much as I like Jay Lethal and as as much as I love watching his personas change, like depending on which side you hit him, and I love all the stuff that he does, there has only been one match to be rated seven stars on Dave Meltzer's rating, and I went back and had to watch these matches because I wanted to see what the buildup was all about. So – and since Kenny Omega has left New Japan, Okada never went down. He just maintained a level of awesome that very few can get to. So with that being said, I am voting personally for Okada. Uh, Clifford, Clifford, Clifford. Wow, you just had a big echo. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Okada. I'm gonna go with Okada. <sighs> I, it's hard, it, this is really hard, but you do have a good point, Cliff. There's only one person, you know, seven stars, even though, like, as we talked about before on the show, go back and listen to it, Dave Meltzer's stupid-ass ratings. It only matters in Japan. It does. If the match didn't happen in Japan, it doesn't get anything than four stars. But I, Okada is, like, I, and I, I, I said it earlier. There's two badass motherfuckers in New Japan. It's Tanahashi and Okada. So, to make myself not seem like a hypocrite, <laughs> and I gotta go with Okada. Right, this is hard. Uh. I mean, your opinion, like you said, it, you know, your vote, you know, it won't sway anything. But I know, I'm sure everyone would like to hear your opinion, uh, JJ. So. Uh. I know Okada. it's hard. It is hard. That's Okada. Why I said like Okada. Yeah. Oh, why did why did y'all do this to me? I mean, that's what we I did in the upset. tournament. What you talk about? I'm upset. Not as upset by Batista though. Whatever. Don't we is. don't care. We don't know what you're talking about. He's in the L bracket. So anyway, let's move up to our TNA section, right? TNA and the Indies. And we're starting off with our first match with the Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, versus the man with the most charisma, Christian Cage. Mm. Uh, Kurt Angle. I'm going to Angle, yeah. I got to go with Kurt. I love Kurt. <laughs> I love the stuff that Christian did, um, even with the stuff he did in WWE, but Kurt Angle, man, he's the – the wrestling machine. Well, he was. I mean, now he's just kind of broken. All right. So our next matchup, this is actually probably going to be the second toughest matchup we have for this bracket as far as, like, second round, second rounds go. We have Bully Ray versus Samoa Joe. Oh, gosh. Can I flip a coin on this one? Golly. I mean, you can, but... Don't be mad if it doesn't land the way you want it to. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, I will speak on this on myself. 
I am a huge fan of Dudleyville. I'm a huge fan of the TLC matches. I'm a huge fan of the stuff that Bubba Ray did in TNA as Bully Ray. But I watch TNA specifically for Samoa Joe. So. So you're going to – is that a vote for Samoa Joe? That is my vote for Samoa Joe. Okay. So I got uh, – when I started watching TNA, um, first thing I always saw – first thing I, I ever saw in TNA – it was AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, Samoa Joe, those three. Those three were the main ones that got me hooked into TNA as a kid. So, and as I grew up, AJ always stuck with me, and we all know my, my fandom for AJ. Now, as I got older and I watched TNA, Aces and Eights, and still to this day, one of my favorite stables slash factions is Aces and Eights. Just the whole biker motorcycle club that they were with Bully Ray leading the charge and how it was, I guess, in a sense, the new version of the NWO, in a sense. Um, it kept me interested in TNA when TNA was the laughing stock of wrestling. Wait, it's still not? No, it's not. Global I, Force? I, see, you keep making that joke, but I tell you, you've got to watch TNA now. Well, not TNA, but Impact Now. Impact Now is really good. But like you said, Cliff, Samoa Joe was TNA. AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, they were TNA all the way through. But. But. Bully Ray, and I'm going to specifically say Bully Ray, not Bubba, but Bully Ray, as a single star, that is what made him a star. That Bully Ray, I, and I'm trying to figure out the words to really put, put it in words. If it wasn't for Bully Ray, Bubba Ray would just be a tag team guy. That's that solidified him as a single star because before then we just thought of him as the tag team guy. He was with the TLC matches with Devon and all that. But I think him as Bully Ray solidify him as a single star. And I think that deserves a whole hell of a lot credit than was due. So I got to go with Bully on it. I have to go with Bully because not only did he do stuff in TNA, but he also did stuff in ROH, and he's still doing stuff in ROH till this day. So I got to go Bully. I have to go with Bully Ray because it's just – it set him apart. He, he he set him apart from the whole Dudleyville, Dudley, you know, tag. So Bully Ray is my choice. You're Flip really, your coin. We're watching you. He's really flipping the coin, and it flipped all – who are you going with? Heads. And so what, what does that mean? It means, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls at home, Samoa Joe. I feel like you just – I feel like that's not what it really meant because you didn't tell us what it meant beforehand. So you're just saying that to spite me. But it's okay because guess what? No, but Jesus is not in it. He's not coming back. <laughs> 
There goes our second walk off. <laughs> in our in our third matchup that we have, we do have. Was that a Batista thing or was that a Spoo thing? I don't even know. I don't even know what this was. Okay, I'm good now. I had to let off some steam. You had to beat your oh. head on, on a cabinet door? That's what you had to do to, to let off some steam? Hey, you know who else used to, used to like, blow off a lot of steam by banging her head off of stuff? Sabu. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to get me some bar. Boom. I'm going to get me some. Give me some bar wire now. Just oh, scrape my Cliff face Hockey over it. Shooting from the hip. Boom, boom. <laughs> Yo. All right, so let's get into wire. our next matchup. So we do have the man who leads SCU, Christopher Daniels, versus the man who leads the OC, AJ Styles. AJ Styles. Yeah, I'm going to go with AJ Styles as well. The the champ that runs the camp, the one that built SmackDown Live, AJ Styles! <laughs> I mean, I the guy saying, has such a huge impact, man, oh from God. TNA, New Japan, plus he's also had his impact in WWE, like, just yeah, everywhere, just everywhere, my guy. Like, oh my god, his he resume. Simply, he's simply the phenomenal one. Uh, now I, I take I take back my vote. <laughs> you take back our vote, Cliff. No, you're done already. You already I already marked it down. So <laughs> our next matchup that we have, all right, is the only person from the independent scene to make it into the next round. He is the unlimited one. Keith Lee versus J-E double F J-A double R E double T Jeff Jarrett. Jeez, man. Nah. I gotta go with my uncle, so Uncle Keith goes. Uncle Keith. So Keith leaves my vote. Alright, Josh, who you got? If you don't vote for our uncle, we will disown you from the family. I'm going with Jeff. Say that I'm going with Keith. Uncle Keith. I was about to say. I will call. I will call. I will call Aunt Mia Yim and have her give you the eat defeat if you did not vote for Uncle Keith. <laughs> so here's here's what I'm going to say. Right, is that Keith Lee is ridiculously talented. However, Jeff Jarrett has been around for such a long time. He's a Amassed a huge career. He started Impact. If it was, so it would be That's hard true. for me to say, yeah, I'll go with Keith. But because Keith is going on to the next round, my vote will be for Jeff Jarrett. Just because I have to do it. And that's actually an upset, by the way, because Jeff is our number two seed. That's crazy. Ooh. That's crazy. No, I'm not, not sitting here thinking about it. That's crazy. Yeah. So let's move on to our final bracket in the second round. This will be our WCW, ECW, AEW bracket. 
we are starting off with our first matchup. He is the leader of the inner circle, Chris Jericho, versus the master of the 619, Rey Mysterio. Don't do this to me. Yo. Don't do this not, to me. I'm going to promise you. Don't do this to me. Be, Don't I'm be biased. Be biased in this. I'm not going to be biased. But I am, because I'm going with Rey Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> I have already made no quarrel. I have, I have made peace with my soul with this. <laughs> like, you know what's crazy? Like, in like the 2009-ish era, like, my two favorites were Chris Jericho and Rey Mysterio. And, like, I remember SmackDown vs. Raw 2009. Like, those are the only two characters I ever played with. You can ask Chaz. Like, and I would, I was, I would always play with long haired Jericho because like he had the like different costumes, and I always pick costume two with the old Jericho with his with his rock star hair. Oh, and then Rey Mysterio always picked his blue. Oh, yikes! All right, I'm going so Y2J. You going Y2J? Jesus Christ, Josh, why you do that? Um, okay, that, that's, that's a hard one. That's tough. I still love Ray though. Mm-mm. Man, so you can never go wrong with Ray Ray. Like you can never go wrong with Ray. Ray is a lot of people's reasons why they're in wrestling now. A lot of people watch wrestling because Ray Mysterio. The the mask, the the maneuvers, the lucha libre style. But there is something about that nigga Jericho. <laughs> he beat the rock and stole cold in the same night that and then like and the man can stay relevant he constantly reinvents himself and at this point i i gotta look at longevity and just the, the way their careers have gone I don't want to. I don't want, and I don't want to discredit Ray by saying that Ray has been the same throughout his career. But we know Ray Mysterio. We know what we're getting when we see Ray Mysterio, or when a Ray Mysterio match is happening. But when you get a Chris Jericho match or a Chris Jericho program, you don't know what you're getting. On in a sense, it's just because of the way that Jericho reinvents himself and can stay relevant like we're forgetting jericho was out there like you said he beat stone cold and the rock in the same night that's when he won his first world title and we're still talking about jericho in a main event spot to this day it's 2020 and jericho is a main eventer hands down no questions asked so, I gotta go with Jericho. I have to go with Jericho. And it's not because Jericho is in my top three. It's just because Jericho reinvents himself and still puts on five-star matches. Yo, and I'll tell you what. Like, I won't disagree with you because you've got the Lionheart, right? You've got Y2J, the Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla, the Painmaker. You have so oh, – the list. You know what the I mean? guy got over with a clipboard and a pen. He got over the word, no, he got over the word it, that's it. He did, he did, exactly, exactly, 
And the thing, and I, and I honestly, you're gonna get. And I'm gonna put it out here now, since we're, you know, since we're on the topic of Jericho. If Jericho honestly doesn't make it in the top four, in the final four, then I think this list is flawed. Our our tournament is flawed. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that right now. I, I'm not gonna put Jericho winning, but. If Jericho doesn't make it at least the final four, then this tournament is flawed because Jericho really is one of the best to ever do it, to constantly reinvent themselves and to stay relevant over, what, almost 25 years of wrestling in a sense? Look, whatever, man. Put your plea out there, okay? You're just pissed because Shawn Michaels got knocked out. We're going on. <laughs> <laughs> I am pissed about that, but still, Jericho. You have a man. point. You have a point, but... I feel like our next matchup is going to really put into question your next pick, right? Oh. So, and it might even damn it might even really you might really think about this. So, we have to talk about our next matchup. Our first person was just featured in a documentary. He is the Ravage Wolverine. Chris oh, I remember this. Ben oh. Wall. And, and oh, Eddie, yeah, oh my god. Coming out right now. He lies. He cheats. He steals. He's the man known as Latino Heat, Eddie Guerrero. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> Just instantly, you're like, all this noise about Chris Jericho. Oh, shit, that's right. We have Ben Juan Guerrero up next. <laughs> Let's go. I'm excited about this matchup. He lies, he cheats, and he steals. Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> Eddie, I'm going with Eddie. It's hard, though, but I'm going with Eddie. And what's so crazy about these two, right? Like, if you watched Dark Side of the Ring and you saw oh. part one, you know how much this matchup right here, oh, it's going to hurt so many fans' hearts one way or another because they start off in New Japan. They went into, they went into WCW. They went into, uh, WWE. They went to WWE yeah. together. They, they had such monster mental careers and such an impact in their careers, right? So whether you were, you know, was it Tiger Mask? Was this was Eddie? And then you had yes, uh, Pegasus both had kid. Eddie, yeah, Pegasus kid. Yeah. yeah. So then we're gonna talk about getting into like then we we could talk about how how they had impacts, right? So Crispin Wall had a huge impact in um as part of like the Four Horsemen, and we saw Eddie Guerrero be the leader of the LWO and mm-hmm. WCW. That's just like minor stuff that we're talking about, right? Then we could talk about how they all came in as the radicals into WWE and with Perry Saturn as well as with um Dean Malenko and they're all yep. together. But then there's that moment at WrestleMania yep. where they're mm-hmm. holding the yep. the big titles and they're 20. just hugging in a ring and it pulls in your heartstrings. Everything that Crispin Wall has done, Eddie has done something just as significant. And that's what makes it so hard for this matchup to pick. So for me Personally, I have to go with the person who I feel, I mean, they're already in. And I, I love Latino Heat, man, because if it wasn't for 
the untimely passing of Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio would not be your heavyweight champion back mm-hmm. in 2006. So I'm going to pick Eddie Guerrero because of the influence that he had on me as a kid, like growing up with his matches with Rey Mysterio and stuff at Halloween Havoc when it was Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. And Rey Mysterio was out there rocking the Phantom costume. It was just so much lit shit that was happening that night, and Eddie will always stay with me for that. Man. Eddie Guerrero. So, okay. This is really hard. Okay, this is really hard. Um. Ah. Uh, uh, I guess for me, I guess for me personally, I didn't really get into. I I, I was a fan of Eddie, and for the, for the time when, it, when he was alive, because um, around the, when when it was right when I became started, I started watching wrestling was right at that time period when Eddie was on top with you know Eddie and the JVL feud. So it's right when I started watching wrestling was when Eddie was on top. So later in life, as you know, I got to really enjoy Eddie more because I saw some of the older stuff that he had that, that he did. But the person, and it's funny because, and I've I mentioned to you guys before, I remember everything about Chris Benoit. I remember all of it. I remember the. I remember he was supposed to win the EC. He was supposed to not win, but he was supposed to face fight for the ECW title. Before, you know, the tragedy that happened. And I always liked Benoit because Benoit, he was the rabbit wolverine. He was that he was that guy that, oh, he was, you can tell in his face and his body language, he was coming to fuck you up. That was Benoit. That was, that was, that was Chris Benoit. And I always liked Benoit. And I have to... <laughs> I gotta go with Benoit. Benoit for me, because I uh, Benoit has a special place in my heart, even despite the tragedy. <clears throat> and I have, you know, it's just I think Benoit, and that's just a personal opinion. Like I said, personal opinion. I think Benoit goes, you know, Benoit goes over on this one for, for me. Not to discredit Eddie Guerrero, because Eddie Guerrero is, you know, the man. He's, you know, he's Latino heat. Me and Josh always, all the time, we randomly just go, Latino heat, papi! Viva la raza! Ejo, chavo! Ejo! Like, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. What you I, mean, I, mommy? You know who I am? That is, that's what you mean, mommy? You know, you I only have eyes for you, man. <laughs> hey, Big Show, how the burrito? Big Show, how was that burrito, eh? <laughs> but I gotta go with Benoit. Benoit takes it for me because even to, like if I pick an old wrestling game where Benoit's on there, and if you want to pick somebody, I'm picking Benoit to beat you with. Like I'm gonna hit you and I'm gonna get you in the Crippler cross space and I'm gonna make you tap. <laughs> so I yeah, it's Benoit for me. All right, oh it's on you. man, it's, it's on it's on you, brother. It's on it's you. It's on you. <laughs> Who me? Yeah, you. Who? You don't want to answer. I picked Eddie. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, wait, I didn't know that. Was, oh, that was your. I didn't know. I, 
I was attention. attention. See, I didn't hear it either. What? I heard. I, I was like I the remember, first I person. I remember you said, I, I heard you say Eddie, but I just thought you were just saying, like, Eddie Guerrero. Like, yeah, man, that's the, you know. I was doing know, that, okay. yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But I was also like, yeah, I'm going with Eddie. Oh, okay. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> I remember originally when I said I was going to pick Dusty, and all you guys is like, heart kind of looked like it sank. I was like, Allah! <laughs> so, we got to move on to our next matchup. Yeah, that was on the last episode, by the way, guys, if you want to hear that. Um, next matchup. We have the father of ECW, Tommy versus the icon, Sting. Oh, I thought this was a chat. Chance had a heart attack. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm going to go right off the jump. Uh, Tommy Dreamer is such a huge influence. In fact, he's still doing it now, and he's been amazing. But... Bro, when we talk about the the wars, we talk about Sting. He's always been that guy. He's always been an elusive dude. Even went to TNA, made a huge impact there. So I'm going to go. I got the good joke. <laughs> every, time, every time that happens, I, you know, that, that gif of Captain America from the I Avengers. get that reference. I got that reference. Yeah. Um... I agree. I gotta go with Sting, the singer. Um, I love Tommy. I'll always love Tommy. Tommy's one of my favorite ECW guys. Um, but yeah, you can never yeah. Sting Sting for the longest time was the one guy from WCW that didn't jump shifts to the WWE and still made a name for himself and became a huge star. Um so I I gotta go with Sting. Um, my pick, uh, and I love Dreamer. I'm I'm going with Sting. Like Sting gave me chills when I would watch TNA. Sometimes when I was little, like like you just knew Sting. Like Sting was that guy. He was like the bag of chips, all that. So I'm going with Sting. <laughs> the bag I'm, of chips. He was the he was, he was the dip and the bag of chips. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now that. When I was watching WCW and I was walking to high school, there's only three theme songs I ever played in my head when I opened. We had these big double doors that we used to have open, and, like, I would open them. But there would only be three theme songs, right? So the first one was Goldberg. And, they, you know, and then I used to do Rey Mysterio's, right? Dum, 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 dum. But then there was... A part where it's like dun 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 dum 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 dum. I remember I used to open up those doors and be like, "Woo!" <laughs> I used to get in trouble all the time. <laughs> so, sting it is. So we have our last matchup, and this is gonna be the one that probably hurts a lot of people's feelings. We have. The man, Mr. Monday Night, Mr. Main Event, Mr. Rob Van Dam versus the 16-time world champion. I thought he was 17. Rick Flair. 
Woo! So who we got? What up, what up? <laughs> there, I had, had to get a nice picture for uh for the gram. Let them know we're doing our podcast. But you can never go wrong with the man, the nature boy, the uh, 16-time world champion, the limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, son of a gun. Woo! The nature boy, Ric Flair. And shout out to my mom because that was her favorite wrestler as a kid growing up. So, Ric Flair. We got Napster. Woo! 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 Space Mountain. Woo! Woo! Remember Cat WWE when he was, uh. <laughs> oh, God, we're not gonna mention that on air. We're not gonna talk about that on air. I under I know where you're going with that. Yeah, Whoa. I get it. Whoa. I know Woo! 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 Ric Flair dominates the women's division as we speak right now. <laughs> Woo! 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 Oh wow. You oh, wow. went there. You went, went there. Okay. All right. Well, he's taking Ric Flair, and as much as I would like to take Ric Flair, I have to bring up something, right? It was 1981. I wasn't even born yet. Right? I don't think any of us was born. My, my father married. My father was getting ready to hop on a plane to head to Colorado Springs, Colorado, where he was going to serve in a unit, and he was in North Carolina. And he walked up to Ric Flair and asked him for an autograph, in which Ric Flair looked him in the face and said, piss off, kid. And since then, my dad has hated Ric Flair. Wow. Now, I like Ric Flair. I do. He's got the drip. He's got all that. But only one person could get an entire wrestling organization banned from a streaming platform for having provocative material on there. <laughs> and I have to go with the whole damn show for this one. <laughs> so I'm going to give my vote to RVD for it. And that wraps up our second round. So let's get into our first semifinals. Or actually, it'll be our quarterfinals, right? Yeah, Sweet 16. We're moving into the Elite Eight, gentlemen. All right, with our first matchup in WWE being a rematch, of course, these next two matchups are going to be, they're going to be those matchups. So let's get into it. Our first one is the game Triple H versus the man that you can't see me, John Cena. <laughs> oh, this is hard. How do you do this? Both, they both have... Big shovels. Oh my god, this is hard. Yep, who's got the bigger shovel? That's what we're gonna ask. That's that. Who has? That's the real question. Who has the bigger shuffle, guys? Is it John Cena or Triple H? Me personally, Ooh. I think it's Triple H. Did you see we did the book the T? Exactly. Twenty twenty two seconds or twenty three? I don't know how many seconds, but yeah, I I, I gotta go with Triple H. He's the father of NXT. 
He's, he is the father know, of NXT. He's done so much for this, you know, for the business itself. Um, <clears throat> like I, I like I, said, I love John, as you know, I, I mentioned earlier, but it's Triple H, guys. It's Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Paul Levesque. Boom. I'm calling Paul Levesque. That's not his um, name. His name is Hunter. All right, Hunter. Sorry. I always that wonder if I always wonder if Stephanie calls him Hunter, like behind the scenes and you know at home like did she be like hunter can you take out the trash or did the kids do their homework hunter or did she goes paul <laughs> that's always been a uh i wouldn't be surprised if you said hunter i wouldn't be, be a fly on the wall now i wonder if you were just response to either one she's like she'll be like paul 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 hunter hunter <laughs> Remember that time you hit me with a date rape drug and married me at a Las Vegas wedding chapel? Yeah, that happened. <laughs> One of my favorite segments, by the way. It was. I love the fact that Tess got so pissed. We miss you, Tess. R.I.P. You do. R.I.P. Yeah. So we got one for Triple H. Nasser, uh, who you got? Oh, this is hard. Because I, I love I love John. I love John. I have a love-hate relationship with John Cena. And I, I love Triple H. I, I think the Reign of Terror was great for business, by the way. So, oh. I know I'm going to get a lot of heat for that. But, oh, I'm going to go with um, the King of Kings. The master of the sledgehammer. As Chaz said, the father of NXT. He's also the father of Batista, by the way. You know, Batista's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> He's also probably, like, low-key the father of Randy Orton, too. I mean, I think Randy would have been just fine without the evolution push. I don't think so. I, think I don't think so. Better. I don't think so either. I, we can I, debate I that. We think... can debate that on another show. Yeah, okay, yeah. On, we, can uh, we can debate that on another show as far as, yeah, as far as that one, but uh, you going with Triple H? Triple H! The guy that fought Undertaker twice at WrestleMania. We don't talk about right, the other one. We don't talk about the other one. Okay, history, okay. we erased it from history, Chaz. Triple <laughs> H. That streak says otherwise, but okay. So, <laughs> all right. So, to be honest, I'm gonna go with the man who single-handedly carried a company for over a decade. Now, I did mention how much I love the Brock, and yes, it's still true. But my second. It would be if there was a list of wrestlers, right? With Rey Mysterio obviously being number one, John Cena would be in my top five, and Hunter has not made that top five. I will have to go with John Cena for this one because he buried the Nexus, and that's seven dudes' careers he ended. John and Cena you're right. All, all, John Cena did his career all by himself. Triple H needed DX. He needed Evolution. I think he was like a member for like three seconds at NWO. Like <laughs> everybody was part of the NWO. That's what I'm saying. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> Harlem Heat was in NWO. Not at the same time, but Harlem Heat was in the NWO. <laughs> Just put that out there. Stevie Ray was there for WCW. Booker T was there for WWE. Let's just put it out there. So we have our next matchup, which is definitely going to probably be our hard, one of our hardest matchups. We have the Dead Man, 
the phenom, the Undertaker, versus the only person to win the Royal Rumble three times, that rattlesnake, the man who would not lay down for Brock Lesnar, Stone Cold, Steve Austin. (laughs) Wow. I am personally, as much as I want to go with Stone Cold, I have to go with Because I knocked out Shawn Michaels with Taker, I have to take Taker. (laughs) I don't even... Listen. I gotta go... I gotta go with Stone Cold, man. Stone Cold is like the face of a generation. And all respect goes to The Undertaker. You know, everyone knows The Undertaker, the dead man, and, you know, the streak and everything. But Stone Cold is the reason, I, you know, I, I do believe Stone Cold is the reason why WWE is still in business to this day. So Stone Cold is my vote. <sighs> Damn. But yeah. the crazy part, whenever we come around WrestleMania season, right, regardless yeah. of the streak being broken or not, we talk about one man when in particular. Taker, yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely right. That is true. Even after and, the streak, it's always, who is Taker facing? What is Taker doing? I do agree with you on that. I just believe, though, if there was no Stone Cold, you know, there is no WWE. There wouldn't be no streak anymore to talk about. Possibly. <laughs> you know? I mean, you're, like, you're right. The leader of the Attitude Era was Stone Cold, but the man of the benchmark to have Stone Cold raise it was always Taker. Taker, yeah. You're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. Nah, you will not get an argument. He's been doing what, 90? He's been running the game since... Well, like, 87. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was definitely late 80s, I think. Wait, think he, got w- he got into WWF, like, 91, 1991, something like that? Yeah, I think so. I right, remember, so. Oh, listen, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but there was only one current wrestler still in action that was on the very first episode of Monday Night Raw, and that is The Undertaker. That is true. That is very true. John Michaels is on NXT, but he's a coach. But active competitor, yeah, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. Wow, yeah, that, that's you know, that's insane. On the first, yeah, first episode of Running That Raw was, was uh, Undertaker, and he's still there. Yeah. Uh this is hardest. Like they said, it's like you have the face of a of a an era, and Stone Cold. And honestly, I. Remember as a kid, like who the heck is gonna try to challenge Undertaker's streak, like when it was unbeaten? And I remember, I remember Chaz to get so hyped for Sean. He's like, "Yo, Sean's gonna do it. Sean's gonna do it." I'm like, "I, I don't know. I don't know, Chaz." <laughs> and the first time it happened, I was like, "I told you Sean was gonna lose." And the second time, I was it's like, Chaz was like, "Yo, Sean's gonna get him this year. <laughs> Sean's gonna get him this year." And I was like, honestly, I. And then, like, the retirement involved. I was like, oh, my God, the stakes were – and then, like, he came close the second time, like, even closer. And it's like, oh, uh, I don't – But damn. you voted out Shawn Michaels, though. 
Just want to put that out there. You voted out Shawn Michaels. As you just said, he came close. And then the second time he was closer, but you voted him out. Put the, Just putting it out there. But that's neither here nor there. Damn. Like, what the hell? What? Damn. Okay, so let me let me just go on with this. Um, got talking circles. Fuck. Um. All right, heads taker. Nah, don't do Could that. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Nah, nah, just just go pick. Just just go out there. Okay. Pick. Shit. All right, I'm going taker. I there guess. you go. I, I guess. I, I, there it yo, is. I, I, there I, it I, is. I, I don't know. <laughs> wow. Yo, we are going to get so much heat, yo. Oh, my God. I just realized. What, it's, it's like, it's like what have I done? I'm, I'm, I done? I'm messaging Idol right now, and I'm letting him know that Undertaker <laughs> was the one to take out Stone Cold. What have I done? What is what is wrong with me? But you realize, like, now that means that the number one and number two seeds from WWE got knocked out. Just right. Out. I... Wait, wait till you see that matchup in WWE. That's going to happen. So we're going to move on, right, to our next picks, right? So we have – this is – oh, my God. This is going to be so tough for me, too. We have Enoki versus Tanahashi in New Japan. Buddy, um, can I go first? I go guess, ahead. honestly, I, damn. Um, as Chaz previously stated, some two badass Japanese mofos. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you, you can't go wrong with whoever you pick. So I mean, you can't to our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, they're gonna hate us, especially because Taker got out Stone Cold. Oh my God, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm going Tanahashi. It's close. Um, yeah, Tanahashi, it is. Um, damn. Yeah, y'all have fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Chaz. Have fun because I'm picking Anoki because he was in WCW. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> you fucking suck. All right, so Anoki is will always be one of the best, you know, as far as New Japan's, uh, you know, at exports and um, um, god damn man, I don't even know. Oh, I'm going to go out on here on a whim. Um, Listen, if anybody wants to fight me on this, go ahead. I'll let you know my address. You, here's my Twitter handle. is icon underscore Chaz. I'm going with Tanahashi. Like, what? Wow. <laughs> I have to go with Tanahashi. Tanahashi, like, is this a bad motherfucker, man? <laughs> As Stephen A. Smith was saying, I have to stick. I have to stick with him. <laughs> because as, it, as, it's facts. Tanahashi's a bad dude, and so is Okada. Like they're just bad motherfuckers, and it just. And I love Anoki, because I, I just recently watched. You know, I was at work the other day, 
sitting there at lunch, and I'm, you know, I was watching some old New Japan stuff, and I'm watching a Noki match. I don't even remember who the fuck he was wrestling. It was some Japanese dude that I probably can't pronounce, but I love Inoki. Inoki was whipping ass, but Tanahashi. I just, I have to go with Tanahashi. So. Bro, <laughs> Stephen A. Smith would say, that bad man. <laughs> he is. <laughs> he is. The bad man. Tanahashi. Here's the thing. You look at it, though. You, here's the thing. If you look at all the matches that Tanahashi has had over the past couple of years in and of itself, bro, Tanahashi is, has been on point. He's been on point as far yeah. as telling a story. Story, yeah. As far as in-ring skills. Like, Tanahashi's one of the best, and you just can't touch him. You just can't. As far as New Japan, just in that New Japan little bubble, you just don't touch Tanahashi. And I just, I can't, I, 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 I just, I, I can't just not tell, I just can't, I can't, I can't not say Tanahashi, man. <laughs> and there we go. So let's go to our next matchup, right? So we have the Great Muda versus Okada. Oh, fuck no. Um, oh, fuck no. Um, no! Uh, <laughs> oh! Can I, can I'll go first? <laughs> go ahead, Napster. Uh, I'm going with Okada, just because I'm familiar with Okada. <laughs> and we I don't hate you for that. I was gonna say that anyway, but I don't. I don't I'm not mad at you for that. Yeah, like I, I'm familiar with Okada, and. As we were saying before with Tanahashi, that bad man, Okada. That brother's special. He's very, very special. Skip. 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 Now, my grandma used to tell me. (laughs) You You know, when I talk about stories of back in the past, man, I have to let you know that the great Muda was the man. And so therefore, I will be picking a great Muda as well. Why'd y'all, put, why'd y'all put me on the spot like that? Oh my god. Um This is this is what's crazy, right? So it's a young generation and in the older the old, generation yeah. and you just happen to be caught right in the middle. <laughs> so and I am in the middle and that's the funny thing about it is I, I my generation like me and you know, I am that middle. But you know, and that's hard. That's hard because I like Great Muda. I, I, I've seen a lot of Great Muda stuff. And I've seen a lot of Okada stuff. And this, oh, buddy. I, my buddy Io is going to kick my ass for this one. He is. And I know he is. But he's a bad man. <laughs> Which that one? Man, Okada. Oh. Okada is a bad as my father, my my dad, may he rest in peace. My dad would say, "That's a bad motor scooter." Scooter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a bad motor scooter. He definitely said that all the time. I can't. I. 
Okada is a bad motor scooter. He is. So, oh. Yeah, Okada. Okada gets my vote. So we got to move to our next section, right? So we're going to TNA in our indie scene. And in that scene, we have our first matchup of the Olympic hero. The man who won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. Kurt Angle versus one of the baddest men on the planet, Samoa Joe. Yikes. Ah. This feud in TNA was amazing. I just want to put mm-hmm. that out there. I remember when they had all the belts, and I and, and if anyone remembers this specific moment, it's one of my favorite moments in TNA. Excuse me. And I never forget it because I remember where I was. I was at my grandparents' house in Virginia. I was mm-hmm. at my grandma's house. And I never forget, they were in the ring. Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe, they had all the belts. And they just laid them in the ring and just laid them down on the floor and said, let's go. And they were like, let's fucking fight. <laughs> oh, so, and mm, I got to go with Samoa Joe. <laughs> wow. And yeah, I got to go with Samoa Joe because Samoa Joe in TNA was a badass. He was. Don't get me wrong. I love Kurt Angle, and I will always love Kurt Angle and TNA. Hi, Mom. She can't um, hear you. I know she can't hear me. Um, I'm going to always do that every time she passes by. But Samoa Joe's a bad dude. And in that Kurt Angle feud, I Samoa Joe gets it. I, dude, Samoa Joe. Mm. All right. You want to you go first, Cliff? No, you can. All right. Cool. Age before um, beauty. I will gladly take this first. Um, Samoa Joe is awesome. Samoa Joe is amazing. Samoa Joe's theme is the the song that I play, especially the WWE one, the song I play when I'm going to the cash register to order a Whopper from Burger King. (laughs) Burn, burn, burn. Burn, burn. Okay, let me stop. Um, what can I get you here at Burger King? And you're over here like a cup of Joe, 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 Joe. Joe. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> uh, um, and then Kurt Angle. I I I remember me and Chaz on YouTube would watch Kurt Angle versus Shane McMahon. <laughs> and like they said, oh my god. Holy moly. That was intense. Shane is crazy. We all know that. Uh, I think he doesn't value his life. But, um. Yes. He doesn't love his kids. I've always. <laughs> uh, but yeah. And, 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 and I will stick with that, that Shane doesn't love his family because the things that he put himself through and has his family there front row is completely insane and selfish as fuck. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. In there, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> damn, this this is this is tough. I'm going with uh, um, uh, like my mind. Oh, I'm going. All right, I'm sticking to it. I'm going Kurt Angle. There I'm it is. Kurt. I'm going Kurt. It, it, it's a it's a tough one. Like Joe, 
is amazing. Like, as just a, a submission specialist, he's amazing. And then you got Kurt Angle, a submission, just, no, just an athlete. <laughs> like, honestly, you can't go wrong. I don't know. If, whoever you pick, Cliff, I won't even be mad at you. I will not be mad at you. But I'm going uh, Kurt. I loved Samoa Joe when he was at TNA. I loved Kurt Angle when he was at TNA. <laughs> I love Samoa Joe in NXT. I love Kurt Angle in WWE. I love Samoa Joe on the main roster. I love the things that Samoa Joe has done. I love the things that he, like, all the antics. I love the fact that he injured Seth Rollins. Not, I don't love the fact that he injured Seth Rollins. I love the fact that he had this amazing debut on the mainstream, ro- on the main roster. However, only one wrestler has ever made their wrestling debut, the professional wrestling debut on pay-per-view in Pittsburgh. And that man drove a milk truck into the <laughs> ring. And I'm going to give it up 100% to my man who just slams courts together and swigs down the milk. Kurt Angle. Also, by the way, Jimmy cracked corn, and I don't care. And that was one of my favorite segments. Also, one of my other favorite segments was with Edge when he was looking at the pictures. Oh, yes! (laughs) You know what recent feud I liked with Joe? Um, And WWE was him and AJ Styles. Oh, Wendy! I like like that feud. Well, speaking of Wendy, our next matchup is... AJ Styles versus that man who can do everything, Keith Lee. Oh, sorry, Uncle. Sorry, Unc. I've I'm I'm about to get like disowned, but I'm going with the phenomenal one, the place. That AJ Styles built, the champ that runs the camp, the phenomenal one. He was Mr. TNA. He was he was the second leader of the Bullet Club. Second leader, right? Yeah. Fact checking. Fact checking. Okay. Okay. Second leader of Bullet Club. Uh, the longest reigning WWE champion in the SmackDown Live era. AJ Styles. AJ. Flipping Styles. You'll never hear me discredit AJ Styles, so AJ Styles. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you guys too. I'm gonna take AJ Styles. Although I will say, no no slight to Keith Lee because Mm-mm. we have seen what he's done and we know what he's gonna do when he gets to the main roster. So by all means, hey, AJ is the man. So clean sweep and that one. AJ Styles. I mean, if you could lose to somebody, it it would be AJ, right? Uh, Yeah, Chris Bay lost to AJ Styles. That's what I'm saying. I mean, so AJ knocked out Bay, Daniels, and Lee to get into our Elite Eight. So let's get into the last round, right? Our last matchups with our last two matchups. So this one is our last bracket of our last two matchups yep so wcw ecw aew first matchup the man whose song 
everybody seems to sing. It is Judas. It is Chris Jericho versus the heartbreaker, the man with the greatest of flames, Latino Heat, Eddie. <laughs> oh, why'd you do this? Why do we do this? No. No. As, as hard as it was for me to pick with that Benoit Guerrero matchup, um, I will be honest, I am taking Y2J on this one. Um, I agree. With, I'm, I'm with Cliff with on this as well. It was hard to do the Eddie and uh, Benoit um, choice, but I got to go with Jericho, man. Damn. The maker of pain. I, I, I love um, Eddie. Eddie's one of my favorites. I always play as Eddie in the, in the new 2K games. But, yeah, Y2J made a glowing jacket go over. I still want yeah. that jacket. I still want that jacket. So, I, I too. yeah, Y2J. We have a matchup that we have seen a few times. In fact, it was the very last match on WCW Nitro. Oh, wow. Sting versus Rick Flair. We did this on purpose, guys. It was all at work. <laughs> Look at this. They knew what they were doing. They did this on purpose. They purposely slept this up so they could say this so they can get a reaction. <laughs> I knew it. This all will work. I knew it. All I'm going to say is, I'm sorry. I love you. I'm going with Sting. Wow. <laughs> That's not where I thought you were going with there. Um, oh, wow. Never time match still hurt. I'm going with Flair. Wow. You guys leave it up to me. Golly. It's up to the young buck. <laughs> Yo. Flair, oh, Flair, like I said, has dominated men and women's competition. You're an asshole for that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, and then you have Sting. Sting was, Sting was like, honestly, like, as a little kid, I'm going to be honest with you, like, like, people from out from outside WWE that you just knew, you just knew Sting. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Sting just had that it factor. Ric Flair was Ric Flair. I mean, he's got the drip. <laughs> woo, woo. Ric Flair, drip, go. Woo. I mean, um, <laughs> yikes. Uh, damn. I'm going with Sting, I guess. Yeah, I'm going with Sting. No, I'm, I'm not guessing anything. I'm going with Sting. I'm standing by my, yes, I know. you. Oh, shot. shit. <laughs> Cliff is shocked, yes. I did. You didn't think I was going to choose Sting, did you? No, I didn't think you were going with Sting. I, I, I'm going with Sting. Taz, Taz is like, what the? Yeah. I'm, and I, I I, I'm Flair. shocked, too. I, I definitely thought you were going to go with Flair. I'm not going to I, 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 I thought I, I, you were going with Flair, and I'm honestly, I'm shocked. His retirement match was still sad, like, at the end. I'm sorry. Oh, I, 
Get over it. Grow a pair of balls. He came... He wrestled for TNA like a couple years later. Fuck all that shit, man. It it still hurt me. Man, bullshit. You could see him wrestle on Thursday nights on Spike. <laughs> <laughs> I was like six. Oh, fuck all that. You can see the woo-off between him and Jay Lethal. <laughs> exactly. Like, he had a whole nother... He, he created a whole nother memorable moment even after that bullshit. He may still <laughs> hurt. Look. AJ Styles tried to emulate Ric Flair by wearing his robes during TNA. I hate, I hate that whole thing. We haven't even <laughs> want to talk about that. Oh, it just, it just did not work. Flair's just, an icon. It's man. on here. Yeah, and he went against the other icon, and apparently he lost on our podcast. I know I know this would have gone down. If, if Idol was here, this would have gone down to a vote. It would have gone down to a coin flip, without a doubt. I so, agree. I agree. Let's move over to the WWE side. Taker, if we're going to do this one more time, we're going to go all the way. End of an era match. Hell in a cell. And that's where we are, is in this rematch of Triple H versus The Undertaker. <laughs> All right, Josh, who you got? Uh, I love, I love, I love them both. Like honestly, I I love them both, and this is really, really a really tough situation for me. Um, these two were like some of my childhood heroes growing up. I was even scared of Undertaker. I would like run in my brother's room whenever I heard dong. That's like, facts. That's facts. My man would never watch Friday Night Smackdown in his room by himself when The Undertaker came out. He never <laughs> would. That's facts. He'd be in his room. He'd watch Smackdown. I'd be in my room watching Smackdown. That damn gong happened. This man started running into my room thinking The Undertaker's going to pop out the screen or some bullshit. I thought he was going to pop out into my bed. And I know at the time my bed didn't have anything to hide underneath. But say so, yeah, you had drawers underneath your bed. Like you know, it doesn't matter. It's the Undertaker. <laughs> and, and then Triple H. I mean, like my my like my iconic moment with him, besides the Batista going over on him, was like you know the Randy Orton feud, him and Randy Orton against and Legacy. I, I love that feud, even though the match was terrible at the end. Well, it wasn't as good because you know Sean. And take her. But oh damn. Fuck. Why I'm doing this? Okay, um my final Bro, pick. We, we all picked. What do you mean? <laughs> we voting this too. <laughs> it's not like my, we sprang this up on you like take it out, sucker. Right here. <laughs> Look at this matchup. Uh Taker. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Who you got, Chad? Damn. No. The game, Triple H. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, I, I'm not mad. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not mad. So I told you the story of February 14th, 2011, right? When The Rock appeared as the guest host, right? Do you remember the next – do you do you remember that? Do you remember vaguely remember that? 
I do because at the time, my girlfriend at the time called me and was like, The Rock is on Monday Night Raw. I said, what? No, he's not. Because I was watching The Voice. I'll never forget it. I, I remember that whole time when The Rock came back. So I was watching The Voice. And like, yeah, The Rock is on on Monday Night Raw. Clips on USA. Oh, shit. It's The Rock. So, yes, I do, I do vaguely remember. So let me give you another date, right? February 21st, 2011. One week later, right? Mm -hmm. I remember these two dates. Here's some things that are crazy, right? 2011 brought to me four of my greatest things of all time, right? So The Rock debuts in 2011, right? Return, not debut, return. Returns. I'm going to say debut because he debuted his guest host. So Okay, I'll give you that. (laughs) <laughs> so, on February 21st, 2011, that's when The Undertaker came back, right? And it had Johnny Cash's song, um... Ain't no grave right? can hold, can hold my, my body, body down. down. <laughs> so, I'm in the kitchen cooking, right? And I hear this song play. You been cooking stir-fry? Yeah. I was actually, I think I was cooking, I was cooking ground beef at the time. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm cooking, right? And I hear this song play. So I run out to the living room really quick just to see his Undertaker coming down, right? I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's Taker. He'll probably challenge someone on the roster. I don't know who it's going to be. It'll probably be like John Cena or somebody, right? So I run back into the kitchen and I start cooking. And I hear, dumb. It's time to play the game. I dropped everything i stopped cooking i ran back into the living room nothing was said in this promo just two dudes looking at each other in the face both stare at the wrestlemania signs both look at each other bro taker doing the throat the throat slice fucking triple h and boom hit with the crop chop just like let him know you know and i was like oh this is the greatest thing i've ever seen in my life and that match happened, and it was an amazing match, and they had a couple more, and I will never forget, like, I mean, I was just, like, just ecstatic seeing both these dudes. But The Undertaker did win at feud, ultimately. And as much as I love the father of NXT, this is The Undertaker that we're talking about. We still talk about The Undertaker in WrestleMania season. We're still talking about it now. And he's facing AJ Styles. We're just there's so many things that we talk about with Taker and all the great things that he's done. Remember when he had a choice between Bobby Lashley, John Cena, and Batista, and he stood and looked at all three. He won the Royal Rumble. He's getting ready to pick his champion, and he looked at Batista right in the face. Everything on him went up, and he just looked at Batista. He's like, ah, and I was like, let's get it. The animal and the dead man, I'm in. Batista should have won that match. He didn't, though. Taker did, just like this one. So let's go, Taker. (laughs) So Undertaker makes it into our first spot for the final four. Let's move on to the matchup where everybody's going to get their feelings hurt. So we're in New Japan. We are looking at Tanahashi. We are looking at Okada. (laughs) Can I say it? Go ahead. Those bad 
<coughs> oh God! Oh God! Is he dead? Oh God! I took him. I took those spit. Oh crap! <laughs> those bad men of New Japan Wrestling. Those brothers are special. Tanahashi is special. Okada, that brother is a special. They put on five. They put on twenty billion star matches. Incredible. Those brothers. All right. So who you got? Oh damn! Yeah, I, I got picked now. <laughs> First one. Can I get? A, can I get a pass? Can I get yeah, a skip? pass right back to you? <laughs> like, oh, okay. so we do. Can, can I play the reverse card? <laughs> can, can I? Can I go? Can I go to jail? Do not pass go. Do not collect my two hundred. I give you. I give you this one. I, I'll say mine because I have mine. Oh, go ahead. Y'all ready for this one? Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Okada. Oh, damn. The man All right. put the listen. Okada and Kenny put on those match. Put on those matches that are apparently up there with the the steamboat matches. And I, you just you know, if they're up there and you know, if people are talking about those matches in that same category, then Okada deserves it. You know who else Okada had those matches with? Tanahashi. Which is why it's going to be irrelevant what Napster picks, because I'm going with Okada as well. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, honestly, (laughs) they are bad men. Like, Like, just like top of the top of their craft like oh my goodness and it had to come down to these two i feel like low-key i felt like this was a scam you guys you guys worked this in here you guys made sure the funny thing i I, I, i'll put it out there when me and cliff originally uh did the brackets i didn't think i didn't think tanahashi was going to make it i honestly thought muda was gonna Uh. was gonna go all the way I, I figured Okada would because it's fucking Okada for Christ's sake. <laughs> I had, you know, my my original idea would probably it would have been Muda and Okada, and Muda would have probably went forward. But yeah, I. It's, yeah. All right, I'm I'm gonna just say, I love Tanahashi. That's a bad brother. That's a bad brother. He's special, but I'm going with Okada. Because he's just as special. He's just as special. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Bro, I can't wait. You guys have no idea. All right. Our next matchup, our TNA slash Indies matchup, we have the Wrestling Machine, Oh God. Kurt Angle oh. versus oh, the no. Phenomenal One, AJ Styles. Chaz doesn't even count on this vote. <laughs> we already know what he's voting for. He's voting for Kurt Angle, so let's keep it moving. AJ Styles. Let's <laughs> say <laughs> so, yeah, Cliff could have already just wrote that down. Like, <laughs> yeah, could have, could have just marked it. 
It's fine. <laughs> uh, damn. All right. Sorry, guys. The man is the reason why I wrestle to this day. <laughs> like, AJ is phenomenal. Kurt Angle is phenomenal. Wait a minute. Oh, shut up, Chaz. Um, damn. Um, I'm going AJ. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going AJ. That's that's my pick. So, I'm gonna tell you that only one person currently ever in the history of WWE has had their song played at a UFC event, and it wasn't AJ Styles. It was Kurt Angle when Colby Covington was coming up because he wanted the crowd to boo him so much that they literally started playing his song. He came walking out, and the crowd, no one else, let me be real, this is how you know there were wrestling fans in that crowd that night. Because as soon as that song hit, Colby Covington came out. The whole crowd, you suck. And then the rest of the crowd got into it. You suck. Like, everybody knew that song. It was crazy to hear almost 20,000 fans that watch combat sports just shouting out at Colby Covington. You suck. You suck. So for that, my pick will go to Kurt Angle, even though AJ Styles continues on. So let's get into our last matchup, which is probably going to be one for the books. We have the Ayatollah of Rock and Roller, Chris Jericho, versus the man who wore Joker face paint in TNA, Sting. Oh, wow. This is where we're at? This is where we're at. <laughs> wow. Damn. Who you got, Josh? Only one word to say. Bam! Okay, but anyway, um, this is tough. Um, Jericho! Yeah! I love I'm that tag team, by Jericho. the way. I, I love that tag team, by the way. I don't care what anybody says. I loved it. I'm going with Jericho, Y2J, Lion Tamer, Break the walls down. Five, four, three, two. Yes. Judas. All the above. Chris Jericho. All the way. And I love Sting. <laughs> all the Jericho. All the way. I love Sting. <laughs> 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 all right, Cliff, who you got? <laughs> so, um, you know, man, like, Certain moves were changed and renamed because of individuals. And Sting is one of those guys. When people do a splash in the corner, no one just calls it the splash. Call they call it the Stinger splash. Splash, splash. And you have the Scorpion Deathlock, or you can call it Sharpshooter, whatever you want to call it. It's it's Sting's move. I know Brett did it better, but it's Sting's move. Um, the Scorpion Death Drop, the baseball bat, the crow paint. But only one man has their own cruise. <laughs> and I have to go with that man because a 30-year career, he's continually involving himself. His band is out on the road. Well, not right now, but 
he's just he's a god he's so tough and he's he's so great at telling stories just like sting was at his age that's where jericho is now and i have to go with chris jericho there's no point in me voting but um i guess you know i always say you know the three wrestlers who are my three favorite of all time is Shawn Michaels, Styles, Shawn Michaels, AJ Styles, and Jericho. Chris Jericho. Um, Chris Jericho will get my vote. Um, to the same extent that what you just said, Cliff. The man has his own cruise. You know, he's it's a rocking rager at sea, which I I'm going to go on one day. You know, you know, very soon. Um. Yeah, Jericho gets the gets the dub for me. No disrespect to Sting or anything like that, because Sting is one of the one of the greatest. But yeah, Jericho. Dan, Jericho. Dan, 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 Dan. Oh, you going? Old All right, forward. here we are. Final four. Our first matchup of this is actually happening next week with the Undertaker versus. AJ Styles. This is all the work. I'm telling you, it's all the work. It's all the work. They knew what they were doing from the very beginning. We all know that John Cena should be in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, no, ain't no way Triple H should be burying everybody. Triple H should have never got to the semifinals, quarterfinals. He didn't have to work for it. He never had to work for anything. He married the boss's daughter. Therefore, all his accomplishments are. Therefore, all of his accomplishments. Therefore, they are um, obsolete. The reign of terror does is only only made sense because he was sleeping with the with the boss's daughter. Therefore, okay. all of his accomplishments aren't as good as they used to be. And I'll tell you this: um, last time I checked, the Undertaker beat John Cena in less than sixteen seconds. So, oh, we yeah. don't talk about that. <laughs> That's With that being said, that's a pitiful excuse of them doing having seen a yes. sacred mania. That was I, horrible. That, that was don't, so don't, bad. Don't, that, that. Nope, it happened. <laughs> no, like, like I think everybody knew that when if Cena and Taker faced off, this is before the streak got broken. If Cena and Taker faced off, we knew Cena was breaking that streak before the streak was broken. Possibly. Yep. It's possible why they didn't do it, but hey, that's excuse me, neither here nor there. I thought that if anybody should have broken that record, it should have been Cena. Eh. That, that's, so that's with that being opinion. said, we have our two combatants in this ring to get into the finals, baby. I have to say, me personally, I mean, he is phenomenal, but the first few letters and phenomenal are phenom and that is what oh the that was did. perfect <laughs> oh cliff <laughs> yo everybody who every listener of the podcast just clap it up for cliff seriously that was <laughs> that was phenomenal that was perfect drop mic they boom done done deal that was perfect that was perfect over here enjoying my bagel and that was perfect that that was great i can't <laughs> argue with that drop the mic cliff you earn a raise damn drop the mic it's over yep damn so who are you voting for josh 
Oh, 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 I have to vote? Yes, you have Well, we already know where Chaz is going. I mean, we do. I mean, I'm not even going to sit here and act like I'm not. Oh, so I'm 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 basically the deciding factor. Oh, crap. Oh, God. Yeah, we know um, I'm going. We know I'm going with AJ. I, I'm, <laughs> I've gone with AJ from the start. I'm gonna stick with AJ. All right, this is the thing. Who's who's thumbs down for that? For me or Cliff? That's for me, isn't it? That's for me, isn't it? You're going with the Undertaker, aren't you? Oh, you son of a bitch! You know what? I'm not, I'm I'm upset. It would have been so much cooler if he would have done the thumb thing and gone down and just been like, <laughs> right Oh, I should have did it. Missed oh, it. Missed I'm the opportunity. I did it. I crap. Maybe I should have gone last because my phenom phenomenal thing was like so much cooler than this anticlimactic thing that our viewers couldn't even hear because they're on the podcast listening to us while wow. <laughs> JJ's here like. Thumbs up, thumbs down, George. <laughs> oh, God. Is he choking? Oh, God. This man choked on spit. This man's choking on his bagels. Good gracious. That's what you get. That's what you get. That's what you get for voting against AJ Styles. Every time you did a, that's a, that's a, that's fact that all your votes were bad. And we're bad for business. You started choking. The Rantera wasn't bad for business. So, here we are in our other Final Four matchup. Let me take you guys back. One year ago, Wrestle Kingdom, this matchup happened. We are talking about Okada versus the Let's go. Chris Jericho versus Okada. We kind of already know where Chaz is going to be. I don't I, actually. I'm trying to figure this out myself now. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> the fight, yeah. Oh, God. The first time Chaz buys like a kid, the world must have ended. Oh, my. <laughs> this is. Y'all, I'm still sitting here thinking. Y'all vote. I'm, um, wow. So it's we so- have. Okada and Jericho, wow. No, not Okada. That bad man! Okada. That special brother over there, Okada. Okada, I'm like, can't say the rest of his Okada. That special brother. Mm. And then you have, damn. Oh wow! I'm trying to hype this up, and it's just like, dang. Um, ah, uh, yikes! Ooh, excuse me, I'm going with Judas. Oh shit! I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I know I'm probably gonna like die because I've been hyping up Okada like this whole episode, like this bad, and then like you know, yo, that's that's hard. I don't. I don't even know. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, you guys have fun with that. Like, I'm going to continue to eat this bagel. You said, and, you said Jericho? I'm going Jericho. Yeah. And, and, that, and that, that, yo, that was hard. Wow. Oh, man. I don't Y'all have know. fun. Y'all have fun. I really don't know. I feel, okay, so I'm going to be trying to be as level as I can for this because I do love watching both guys, right? But... 
I feel because Chris Jericho has been doing it so much longer yeah, that he was able to come into New Japan and kick off some major feuds and walk out with some gold at that time, which tells you how much faith New Japan had in Chris Jericho when he went across. Not to mention that they pretty much gave him any storyline that he wanted to do, and he did, and he did them well. And he even created a new persona to match Okada when he said, you want to be the Rainmaker? I'm going to be the Painmaker. And he did, and that persona carries on. So it makes it tough for me because I know how great Okada is. And I know that I don't even count, like, I don't even count his stuff that happened at TNA. That whole thing was just dumb. But I have to say, I got to go with Chris, man, because it's just a thing where he's done it for 30 plus years and continues to still do it at a high level. He just, he just got into an argument with Vanguard 1 with a drone and made me believe that the <laughs> drone was going to join the inner circle. <laughs> So, so uh, we know Jericho is gonna move on, but um, this is really hard. This is I even now I'm still as as this very moment I'm still trying to decide on who I want to vote, but. Okada is one of the one of the best. He is. When when everything's said and done, Okada will probably go down as one of the re- best wrestlers in the world, and probably one of the best to do it. And same with Jericho. Okada puts on classics. He puts on legitimately. He puts on clinics. And like we said, Jericho Jericho can't have a bad match. It doesn't matter where who you put him with. Jericho puts on classics with anybody. This is hard. This is this is hard. Um, but I'm gonna go, even though even though it, it doesn't matter. But if my vote, honestly, it's gonna go with Okada. You're lying. Shut up. Are you okay? I got, I'm gonna I, I, I go I, there and, and check temperature. No, I have to pick. I'm gonna pick Okada. Jericho's gonna move on, which I do understand, and I'm not mad about it at all. But yeah, man, I just—it's something. It's—I don't know, man. It's just something up. I just think any wrestling fan, when you say the name Okada, it just—it—you get chills. It's something about the name Okada and just who he is and the mantra that comes along with it. It's I yeah. I go with I'm I'm gonna pick Okada. But yeah. Like I just Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just, this is really, really hard. But yeah. it's just there. I, it's just it's that that name Okada. That's just you know in a sense like that that that's like an you know when people think the Undertaker like you know when wrestlers say when they're in the ring and they watch the Undertaker's entrance and they watch him come come down you get goosebumps. And I I feel the same way when you mention the name Okada. It's like a it's like it's like Oprah. 
you know? <laughs> it's, 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 it's Oprah, you know? Oh, God, it's Oprah. But it's Okada, something about them. It's just, yeah. Yeah, oh, God, it's Oprah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, God, it's Oprah. Oh, God, it's Okada. Like, you know? But let's hey. get into our final matchup. This wow. is it. We've worked so hard on all these wrestlers. We've worked out all these first-round matchups. We've had some great wins, some great upsets. We've seen everything come down. This is it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the three counts. Greatest wrestler of all time is about to be determined by three votes. So, coming in, he's the man who is known for the streak. He's won almost every single title in WWE. He is the man known as The Undertaker. On the other side, this man has been all around the world. We have seen him in New Japan. We have seen him in WCW. We have seen him in ECW. We've seen him in WWE. We've seen him in AEW. I wouldn't doubt if he pops up in other promotions later on down the road. But right now, he is the main event player. He is a big name. He doesn't do it for the money anymore. He has his own crews. He has his own band. Fans love singing every single song that he comes out to, whether it's Break the Walls Down or even Judas. We're talking about Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Let's start off with the let's start off with the young one. Okay, the Padawan shall go first. You see what I did there? Yeah, I did. I like okay. it. Okay. All right. So, um, both of these guys have had tremendous, tremendous success, like insane amount of success. They've put on classics, like classics, like some of the best matches ever, ever. Um, If I'm going to choose the best wrestler in the world I'm gonna go with the guy that beat The Rock who beat Stone Cold in the same night Mr. Judas himself Y2J Chris Jericho okay whoo Cliff. And, and that, that was that's like a heavyweight off my shoulder now. Y'all have fun. <laughs> oh my so, bagels! <laughs> yeah, this man really got up to grab his bagels after choking on one just a little bit ago. Um, yo, so we talk about the greatest of all time. We talk about talk about people who have impact, right? And when you look around, you see two guys who continually push. New talent. However, one of those guys doesn't always seem to want to just – I don't want to see – he always wants to beat the newer talent, never really loses to him. When I talk about it, we talk about like Cesaro. Um, I'm pretty sure – and it's going to sound shitty for me to say it. pretty sure WWE is going to go with Taker beating AJ Styles. Uh, He's only really lost to two guys, one of them being Brock, but even at that, like – He's beaten Brock before, and he lost to Brock in that series of three. Um, and then he lost to Roman Reigns, right? So, Big Daddy Roman. Yeah, the, not the good guy, not the bad guy, just the guy. And um, 
when I look at Chris Jericho, I see Chris Jericho being asked to put over new talent, but also if he's asked to beat talent to showcase them in a way that they're going to be amazing, right? That's why we love people like Darby Allen now. That's why we love people like Adam Hangman Page. That's why we like people like Okada. Okada I'll be honest, if it wasn't for Chris Jericho, I I would have known who Okada was, but I wouldn't have known Okada like that, right? Because Dave Meltzer has talked about those matches, but it was really watching Chris Jericho's promos. Watching Chris Jericho do his thing and go around the world and work with people has been amazing to watch. And watching Undertaker from the late or from the late eighties to the nineties to the two thousands and even to two thousand you know, two thousand tens and he's gonna have a match in two thousand twenty. Like we're talking about a man who's almost five decades in wrestling a match. You know, it's insane. Wow. Wow. It's, yeah. Holy so moly. To, to 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 say that and to look back and say, well, he's he's only doing you know it's only him. I I can't I can't go with Chris even though he's had great matches. So with that being said, I have to go with the Undertaker. Hey, <laughs> yo. Oh wow. Okay, as the host of the three count, I just I dropped my bag on the floor. Oh my god, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Um, okay, so wow, one vote Jericho, one vote Undertaker, and all down to the host. See, it's all, all work. comes I, down it, to the host. It, it's all work. I knew the three count was gonna do this. They did this on purpose to get more views. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um. <laughs> Wow. So, um, wow. I don't even know where to begin. Um, I don't. I don't. I. Wow. I'm. I'm. I'm at. I'm at loss for words. Um. I'll start by saying I did not expect that these would be the final two. I didn't expect that it would be the Undertaker versus Chris Jericho. I will say that number one. Um. My vote, though, will be this. <laughs> you might get copyright. You don't care. I don't care if we get copyrighted. Um, if, you know, if, if Fozzie wants to fight me on it, I'll listen, I'll take the copyright claim. Jericho's the GOAT. He had it on his trunks even before 2015. He had GOAT on his trunks. And it, he is the GOAT. Um, No disrespect to The Undertaker. And I do agree with Cliff. The Undertaker, like I said, almost had a 50-year career in a sense, almost. He's he's wrestled since the late 80s. He's, it's the streak. There's an aura when you talk about The Undertaker. Wrestlers talk about just standing there in the ring and just being in the atmosphere and watching him walk to the ring. And there's nothing, you don't get any better than The Undertaker. And that, and that is true. You don't. You know, The Undertaker is a locker room leader. 
he he's the he's the guy that he he never jumped ships when WWE was at war with WCW. He always stayed true. He's he was loyal to Vince. But Jericho reinvents himself, and we've said it multiple. He reinvents himself, and Jericho does this for the business himself. He doesn't do it for himself. He does it for the business. He does it to get over the new talent because Jericho knows there will be a time where he will hang up his boots. Excuse me. He will hang it up, and there will be no more Judas. There will be no more Y2J. And Jericho, I, I can I can just tell that or that the business itself is left in good hands. He wants established stars because that's the problem that WWE has, you know, run themselves into is that mm-hmm. they don't have stars. They don't have these established stars to, you know, take the mantle and to take the company into the next 10, 15 years. And that's what Jericho's trying to do now. And I just, I truly believe that Jericho trumps the Undertaker at this point. Um, my votes, the my votes, my votes is, is Chris Jericho. Um, I guess in a sense that means that Jericho wins our tournament, right? <laughs> that's that's exactly what it means. <laughs> And you're a winner. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, I guess I get the, since I'm the host, I have to announce this, right? So, the official winner of the three count greatest wrestler of all time goes to the man known as the pain maker, Lionheart. The Ayatollah of Rock and Roller, Y2J, Le Champion, Chris Jericho. All right, break out a little bit of the bubbly. A little bit, little of, bit the, of the bubbly. little bit of the bubbly that I finished <laughs> throughout this whole show. Yeah, the closest, the closest I can get to is apple cider. Yeah. Um. Wow. Um, this was fun. Um, this is not what I, I didn't, I didn't expect this to go this way. I will say this. This was really fun. Um, little, there, there were some heartbreaks in this. There were some upsets. There were some, there were some landslides, but, um, all in all, I think, um, I don't think our winner is a bad choice. I will say that though. Um, if we look at it hindsight being twenty twenty, I don't think our winner is a bad is a bad choice. So um ladies and gentlemen, our winner again of the greatest wrestler of all time per the three count podcast, Chris Jericho. Um this was this was something else, guys. <laughs> this was this what? was I can't I can't wait for next week when we have five other voices on here and right. we are legitimately mm-hmm. talking about all the craziness that's going to ensue. Same, same. And um, this just shows you how, how, how really like, you know, you never know which, which way this could go. You know, a lot of people they you know, everyone says who their greatest of all time is, 
you know, people put your Shawn Michaels, your Bret Hart's, your your Stings, Jericho's, Okada, Kenny, all that. They say who their goat is, but when you got nine different voices, and that's what we're gonna have next week, chiming in different opinions and everything. Um, who knows? Who uh, who knows what? You know, who's gonna come out on top as you know the greatest wrestler of all time? And it just so happens that, as far as the three counts concerned. Jericho is our as our goat. So um well it I don't even know how to end this show up. This was this was this was this was fun, but <laughs> um yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, um I wanna remind you guys that um coming this Friday uh will be the three counts special edition. It will be our WrestleMania episode. We have uh, a special WCF superstar coming in as a guest, and we have the muscle man himself, Malcolm, coming in as a guest. He, um, the one man that he's actually the first man to make me submit in a match ever in my career. Um, he's gonna be down there as a guest. Uh, Idol's gonna be there, hopefully, if he's not dead, um, if he hasn't died already. Um, so with and then also next week is the Superpod Greatest Wrestler of All Time tournament between um the three count and every uh, all everyone else who's involved. There's so many names, I don't wanna mention anybody and leave anybody out. But make sure you guys are on the lookout for that. This is a super long episode, so let's let me do my ending really quick. My name is Chaz Evans. I'm here with JJ, also known as Napster, the Red Dog Cliff, and Idol, who is probably in the grave right now. You're listening to The Three Count. Our greatest wrestler of all time is Chris Jericho. And if you have a problem with that, you can kiss our asses because that's who we voted for. <laughs> tune in this Friday for our WrestleMania episode and tune in next week for the Super Pod. So we can determine who the actual greatest wrestler of all time is. See you guys on the flip side. Quack.